again, dear ones, Reverend Robert with you here on a Friday night, the last Friday night of 2022. I am so grateful to be with you. It is time for the good news here on New Thought Media Network, our weekly look at those stories that remind me that we're really all in this together and we are creating a world that works for all. First up tonight, a real quick thank you to our dear team, Reverend B, Reverend Barbara, and her producer, Dan, uh, brought you the good news last week as I was away. And I'll tell you, I love that we have more than one team of, uh, one team that can do this show because it's sharing in the news. It's sharing in the love. And I was, I got to say, I was a little jealous last week because she did the Big Blue Marvel story, and I just love doing the Big Blue Marvel story. So I'm going to talk about the Big Blue Marvel just a little bit as well. Do remember, if you want to join in the conversation, you're welcome to. And if you have a story you think we should be covering, send it over to us on email, goodnews at ntmedia.org. Let me know what you think we should be talking about, and I'll help cover those stories as well. All right, first up, 50 years ago. Apollo 17 astronauts took this iconic photo of the big blue marble. It has always been an inspirational show. And I know Rev Barber did this show last week, this story last week, and I had to revisit it because it has always for, been for me that experience, that reminder of our oneness, that we truly are all in this together. And it matters not where we are. There are no borders. Orders are ir irrelevant when we see the planet from that perspective. And it, it was that perspective. I grew up with that picture. I grew up with that perspective of, of the wholeness of the planet Earth. It was instrumental. Now, here in New Thought, we also remind, remind ourselves that wholeness, that oneness is not limited to you or I or anyone of any specific uh, color or upbringing. And it includes our furry friends and winged friends and bird friends. Because I don't know if penguins have hair or, or just fur or skin. But... Penguins can bring a lot of fun, and that's our next story here. Residents of a senior home in Halstead, Essex, the UK, uh, awoke to some penguins on their door. Now, yes, it's all set up. It's a trained, uh, trained group of people, and uh, a, a number of residents' families brought this all together. Uh, pictures there with Santa as well, and... Uh, the birds did great. They're trained to do great. And the birds actually brought a great sense of life and frivolity to the, the Christmas holiday. And that's what we're all about here today, folks. We're all about sharing in this amazing spirit, remembering the heartwarming stories, and, and looking at the, the great news uh, the miracles that are happening. If uh, if you want to follow along in what we're doing, uh, we get most of our stories over at the goodnewsnetwork.org. They have a great collection. They do a great work. 
uh, of collating great stories throughout the week. And every day it's a new story on the Good News Network. Please drop over to their website. Give them the love and appreciation they deserve. We do provide links in the description of tonight's program uh, to help you navigate over there and catch up with what they're doing. Many of the programs we share uh, include video and those videos are often linkable off of that station, off of them. So again, give them the, the traffic and the clicks and the eyeballs that they deserve for putting that together over at goodnewsnetwork.org. And this, our final story of this first segment tonight uh, can be found over there. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm a skier. And there was some video that went around this week that was absolutely horrifying. Uh, it turns out that a ski instructor in Austria catches video of a pretty darn big avalanche overtaking a group of up to 10 skiers. Uh, it, it was feared that 10 people were missing. Now, the good news is all of them have been uh, identified as alive and uh, and are somewhere, a few were in the hospital. Four people were actually uh, injured, one of which was serious. However, they're all in a hospital and in Innsbruck recovering. And the other six people were, were able to ski out of the avalanche. It reminds us all, folks, that Mother Nature is part of the game, too. And we may all be one. And we've got to have some trust and we've got to follow due diligence, especially in the backcountry when we're do when we're out enjoying ourselves and having a good time in nature. So we're real happy that uh, everyone came out alive. Again, this is one of those stories where there is video available. If you want, head on over to the goodnewsnetwork.org and check it out. We're going to take a quick break. Let our sponsors say hello for just a brief moment, but don't go anywhere. We're going to be back with more good news in just a minute. Please, while we're doing this, hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button, but let your friends know what we're doing here on a Friday night on the New Thought Media Network. We'll be right back with more on New Thought Media Network. It's the good news. back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. I'm Rev. Robert with you on a Friday evening sharing those good news stories. And those that have been with us uh, this past year, you know that we love to focus on those human interest stories, those real people stories, uh, the people that don't want to be called a hero. And yet in many uh, in many others' eyes are those heroes. We feature those stories each week. And this week, the news cycle's been kind of quiet, except for a 
kind of a major blizzard in Buffalo, New York. So our next few stories come to us from Buffalo. First up, let's meet Craig Elston. Craig is the owner of CNC Cuts Barbershop. Uh, he went on TikTok and sent out a quick video that said, listen, if you're cold, if you need a place to shelter, I'm here. I got lights on. I got food to eat. I got drinks to drink. I got beverages. We got it here. We got warmth. Come be a part. Come. And he said, my first instinct is I got a building with heat and lights like a lot of people don't. Why not open my building to the public? I genuinely did, did it just so people would have somewhere to go. Kudos, Craig, for being a good human, for doing the good work. And now Craig was offered money by a couple of people. Uh, he said there was one gentleman who didn't speak English, opened up his wallet, pulled out $1,000 and tried to give it to him. And Craig refused, said, no, thank you, sir. I, I'm doing this out of the kindness of my heart. And I want it to be done from a selfless place. Now, that's what some would call a hero. Craig's saying, don't call me a hero. Uh, but many would call him a hero. Now, this next woman, uh, Shakira Autry. I hope I'm saying that pro properly, Shakira. Uh, she was home during this blizzard in Buffalo. And on Christmas Day, she heard someone screaming on the streets. She looked out and saw a man calling for help. Turned out this was Joe White, 64. Joe had wandered away from a care facility uh, where he where he lives. Uh, they speculate that he may have believed he was all headed off to work, where he has worked at the same location since 1980, uh, considering and thinking it was he was heading off to work, not realizing it was Christmas and he didn't need to go to work. Shakira jumped on Facebook Live and started asking for help saying she didn't know what to do, was trying to feed him. Real quickly, a group of men showed up in a pickup truck and helped her, Shakira, and Joe get to a hospital. Joe will recover and is recovering in the hospital. This is a Christmas miracle, folks, right then and there. The theater started a uh, fundraiser for Autry and for White. They've raised over $50,000 so far uh, for the two of them to say thank you for the work that you've done. Uh, Joe's recovering in the ICU from fourth degree frostbite. Uh, could have been a lot worse. Shakira, you get a big, huge kudos as well. Now we've got another story here from Buffalo. They, there's a lot more. But we're only going to do one more for Buffalo. Uh, a couple in upstate New York, just outside of the city, uh, found that a group of tourists had taken a bus from Washington, D.C. to go to Niagara Falls, and their bus got stuck. Just does happen, so happen that they're all of Korean descent. And uh, these two folks opened their home to 10 strangers who really, they said they had knocked on the door hoping to find a shovel to dig out their bus so they could keep going. Uh, that's not how it turned out, though. They invited them in. Uh, they ended up spending two days together, sharing stories, cooking together, uh, and watching football. Yeah, there are some things that are uh, universal languages. Football happens to be one of them. <laughs> All right, one more story from, from, the, from this blizzard. I know I said that we weren't going to do another story from Buffalo. So this was not from Buffalo. 
It's from Vancouver, Canada. I love how this one happens as well. Uh, as this storm was approaching in this and the the uh, the streets, uh, the the excuse me, the shelters were filling up across Vancouver. Gabrielle Peters had an idea and recognized that many of these shelters have nothing more than tea and coffee, maybe at the most for people uh, trying to escape the frigid temperatures. And he wanted to get something going. So he put out a tweet that said, I have some funds. I'm going to send some pizzas to a couple of the warming centers tonight that don't serve meals. I'm wondering which, and he used a hashtag for YBR, the local area. I wonder which pizza place would like to give us the best deal for this. Well, that got picked up, and one of a, a local TV host, Mo Amir, picked it up. He decided to donate and uh, retweeted the, the tweet. Before he knew it, Peters had raised over thirty-three—excuse me, over three thousand dollars—and that was enough to provide warming centers, uh, over fifteen different warming centers, with pizzas for the evening. Now, the fun part is that well, it didn't stop. So, as uh, Peters is delivering pizzas to these different centers. The donations continued to pile up, and by the next day, they had over um, with another 57. They were able to pick up another 57 pizzas and delivered those to 10 more locations the following day. Kudos! Big, huge, huge win. Huge example, folks, of how we're all doing this together. And it's the only way we're going to do it is when we work together to do whatever little part it is we can. One tweet leads to 20 shelters being fed pizza or across a two-night span. What an amazing story. What a good news story. That's what we do here on the New, New Thought Media Network. We're going to take another quick break. Uh, let our sponsors say hello. Say hello and thank you to our contributing givers and donors as well. However, we've got a few more stories coming up, so don't go anywhere. More holiday cheer and good news for the new year coming up in just a moment. Stay tuned. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, for your continued support. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta, for your monthly contribution. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey, for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome Ohm Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation. And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a super special thank you to Dr. Tracy Brown, RSCP. Thanks for being a super donor. And a big shout out to all our committed donors.
Thought Media Network is on the rise. We're looking to grow with you. Do you have technical media experience or perhaps a desire to learn? Are you willing to volunteer your precious time and attention? We share this message to benefit all. If you possess a computer with a camera and a microphone, we will share our knowledge with you. Behind the scenes or being the star, let us bless our one. Contact us at info at ntmedia.org. Before we start our final segment, I do want to give a big shout out to one of our other sources that we go to for so many of our stories, sunnyskies.com. Sunnyskies.com, a great source for more good news. You can find many of the stories we talk about here over there as well. Give them a visit. Give them a like. Give them a thumbs up. Let's give a shout out to our brother Wayne as well this evening. Together, everyone accomplishes miracles. Exactly, Wayne. Glad you're with us, brother. Glad you're always with us. All right. Next up, I what I think is a true Christmas miracle. Uh, you're looking at Daryl Lee Clack right there. Daryl and a friend of his, uh, Josh Kane Joshua Story, were teenagers. Back in 1996, when a 15-year-old friend died of a gunshot wound at a party. Uh, now, Clack and Story were convicted on various charges that have left both of them in prison for the last 25 years. They were released this week when charges against them were dropped after a motion for a new trial was filed on behalf of the Georgia Innocence Project. Clack said, you never think something like this is going to happen to you. Never thought I, I would have thought I would spend more than half my life in prison, especially for something I didn't do. I'm just glad the truth finally came to light after 25 years. This is all thanks to the Georgia in, in Innocence Project and the Proof Podcast. And uh, Susan Simpson and Jacinda Davis uh, host a, a podcast called Proof. And they started interviewing key witnesses about the case last year. Uh, the overall story is that 15-year-old uh, Brian Bowling shot himself in a game of Russian roulette. They alleged that story provided the gun and that Clark, was a, uh, although he had an alibi, uh, was part of the whole story. It, Eventually, it's thanks to the girls, the women at the podcast, they got the bowling family to listen to alternative ideas and alternative evidence. Uh, the the 
the coroner in the case was corrupt and actually uh, part of this was based on a gut feeling. The conviction was based on a gut feeling. Both men are home. Uh, Clack's uh, attorney uh, was willing to take pictures. Uh, Mr. Story was not, uh, did not want to participate in any stories that I could find. Good news on a Christmas holiday. Here's another good news story that I found, and this one's out of Kansas City. Now, Kansas City uh, has their own uh, concerns with the unhoused, many of which are chronically unhoused due to various reasons. And one of them is that they can't list that they have a full-time job. And so Kansas City, Missouri, the state of Missouri, brought forth an idea to help these folks, they gave 1,800 homeless people uh, the uh, a job. They gave them, uh, I'm sorry, that they, I, I misread that. They had 26 of the 1,800 people in the program so far have uh, been able to secure jobs working to clean up the streets. So they clean the streets upon which they're living. They pay these workers $15 an hour. Uh, the trial period has ended and they've been able to secure, uh, about 60% of them were able to secure housing following that three month trial period. However, here's the good news in January of next year, the program's going to expand. They'll take on 46 trash collectors. Uh, half of them will be from the unhoused population and half will be from prison inmates reentering society. It's all being funded by seven nonprofits. Kansas City, Missouri, cleaning up its streets with the people that need cleaner streets the most and helping them to say they have a job so they can get a, an apartment and a, and a place to live. Housing follows when you have work. Kudos to Kansas City. Good work. We love hearing these stories. Hey, our next story, too, really wrenches at my heart. I want to introduce you. This is uh, Jack. He was named after the character on the Titanic and mostly because Jack had fallen through the ice. Now, there's actual camera footage of a uh, house uh, security camera where Jack wanders out onto the ice and falls through. I, it, it took as long as the horse was kick the nylon strap around his body and help him to get up onto the ice again. There is also a picture of Jack walking across the field. Local boarding facility took care of Jack, brought him in, helped him to get him. There's some of the folks that were able to help Jack the horse. Frontier Stables. That's the stables that were able to bring in Jack. Turns out that uh, they were able to reunite Jack with his owners as well. They still don't share the name of uh, his real name with us as a horse, uh, but a tree had fallen in the storm and taken out a fence that allowed the horse to wander out. And that's how he ended up out on the ice. Christmas miracles for our four-legged friends as well. And our final story. What happened? Oh, come on. Ba -ba -da -ba -ba. 
And I think I'm back. Uh, yes, I'm back. <laughs> it's another holiday miracle, folks, as we head into the new year. Our final story tonight comes to us from Fargo, North Carolina. Uh, these two young members of the Parrot family, P-A-R-R-E-T-T, uh, Perrette, Parrot family, uh, traveled to Texas at the beginning of the month from Fargo, North Dakota, and on the family ranch, they found a stray dog. Uh, they named him Country, and the dog just wouldn't leave. They tried to, you know, do all the things. Look, no, no microchip, no name. Uh, well, the young kids weren't very happy when they had to fly home and leave the dog behind. That's where Grandpa steps in. Grandpa Mike, who you see there. Grandpa Mike decided it would be a good idea to drive the dog 1,200 miles or so north from Texas and arrive on Christmas morning with young country coming along. A heartwarming story, folks. Christmas miracle. You can see it in those two young children's eyes. They believe in the miracle, and that's what we're all here to do. And I believe that's what we're all being called to do, is to give our faith and our trust and our belief to the miracle. The miracle that is the birth of the Christ within us, the miracle that is the new year and the new opportunity. I want to thank you for being a part of the New Thought Media Network family this year, for sharing in the miracle that you are and sharing in the miracle that is revealing itself through and as each and every one of us. We're going to get out of here for now and invite you to stay tuned for the uh, fireside chat with Pastor Michael Mangus, Reverend Pastor Michael Mangus, coming up at the top of the hour. That happens at 6 o'clock Mountain. Stay with us for prayer time at 8.15 Mountain as we close out tonight. We'll be back again tomorrow with normal programming as well. Till I get a chance to see you again, bless the fur babies. Bless each and every one of us. I want to thank you for being with us. Until next time, I wish you peace and richest blessings. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.